Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Ooh, we talking, talking. You're now listening to Oh, we talking, talking podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, we talking, talking. This is the fifth episode. Yay! Go me. <laughs> Five weeks in a row. I am proud of myself because. Uh, <laughs> I struggle to even like stay consistent with my own life with things sometimes. So, the you fact- know. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the fact that I've been consistent with this, I'm really excited because I really want this to kind of be like a long term kind of thing. I mean, I don't know how long, but like, you know, right now I'm like doing this season, season one right now, and I'm planning to do eight episodes. And now that I'm in five episodes, meaning I got three more left, I'm excited about. So, this episode we're going to be talking about why i started this thing and and talking about that we were talking about mentioning Easter ray and the things how she started and where she's at now how much of influence she is and since last week we talked about a black lady sketch show and how those black ladies are making ways you know with what they're doing in the writer's room and everything we were like well how else can we expound from that and just keep the conversation about blacks in general and how we are thriving on whatever level that we're on how are we thriving and ways that we're doing it and if we're producing things we're making space for other people to produce things in all of those facets so of course let me introduce my guest as always i have the lovely Janice Legata. That's me. (laughs) And of course, Aramis is here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Janice. (laughs) Oh, it's also Janice's and I's anniversary. Love you, boo. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes, your anniversary. Um, We do not have Joanna with us this week, but she is here in spirit and in heart. Uh, Yeah. In my heart, too. Mm-hmm. I said not my heart. Oh, oh well, you know what? <laughs> Janice. <laughs> Anyhow, let's jump into it. So, I just wanted to start by saying I'm grateful to you ladies for being here with me each week and doing this. <laughs> you guys are now just a staple in this thing for me now. And it's like, like I said last week, it's no longer just hosted by Smitty, but it's hosted by Smitty and Friends. And, and, and Janice. <laughs> Friends to me may not be friends to each other, but friends to me, um, yeah. So I think this is great. When I decided to start this podcast, I had actually sat down with someone at lunch, and I was like, you know, y'all know I'm wanting to do more acting, and I quit my job last year to explore more of being creative and what creative looks like for me. Um, I love. I was doing event planning and event design and event produ- production, which I really I love doing that as well too. But I know deep down inside, you know, we don't. We talk about what those big dreams are for us, and sometimes we shy away because we think we can't obtain it. Um, and so that's very much for me because I used to do acting when I was a kid and like really embracing it and taking classes and doing things. And I once had a lady tell me that it should I shouldn't put all my eggs in one basket, and um, that's always kind of stuck with me because I didn't really un- at that age I didn't really understand what she meant by that, and I just always felt like she meant like don't go for it, like mm-hmm. it's it's too much to obtain, like that's just a lot, like and you. Um, you, you won't survive on just that. So I never put my eggs in all that basket. And then um, growing up, 
I never okay. I mean, let me rephrase how I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> I didn't go for the biggest dream that I always thought that I wanted to do, which was entertainment world and doing acting and commercials and all, all those different facets, television and film and all of that. Um and so I just listened to my elders and my parents. I mean, my mom always um, let me explore and do the things that like one of my heart desire was. But um, my family is very much like get a job, city job, mm-hmm. and like do that. Like and make sure you have financially for yourself and a pension and all those things. So I went down that road. And I, used, and I worked for Parks for 11 years. And after my mom passed, I was very much like, I don't want to just be living just to be living and doing this for the next 30 years and what do I have to show for my life like at, when I once I reach 65 I can now retire and live quote-unquote and like live a life and I'm like I don't want that I don't want to Monday through Friday just doing just to be doing just so I can make money so I didn't know then exactly what I was gonna do and how I was gonna do it yet but I know I was miserable like I mean just miserable and it felt like it was getting worse and worse um, and I was just miserable in my job and I was like you know what I'm not gonna keep trying to make something work that's not working and I mean and and then my job situation also was just just going downhill any downhill anyway yeah so the job I had got I had got a promotion and it wasn't even a job that I wanted like I just knew I was in a space where I was like okay I needed to be making more money I needed to be putting myself you know I had to start being financially responsible in different ways that I hadn't thought about before because I was living with my mom and being taken care of that way. So I accepted a job that ultimately I did not want. Mm-hmm. I did not want it. And it was in no way designed of what I enjoyed at all. Like at all. And I don't need to go down the road of what the job was, but it just did not suit me in any way possible. I mean, you guys know that. It was just very miserable for me. Um, so from that, I quit my job because I was miserable. And I quit my job and I just decided, okay, I took three months off because when my mom passed away, I never took any time off. I took a week off, but I went back to work and I never really took any time to like deconstruct everything that happened and like grieve and all of that. So I decided to take that time for those like three months. It actually took me to help me to feel better, a little bit better. I wasn't completely better because there's no, there's no hundred percent better right this mm-hmm. is gonna be how I'm gonna be operating for the rest of my life right and figuring it out but I felt a little bit better and I felt like okay Sadiqa, you got to get back up you know you've used your savings these last couple months now you need to get a job and figure it out so I started doing my own business and after that I said okay I'm gonna give myself six months to see how my own business will take off and then once I did that I was gonna try phase two and like start really pushing the dream that I always wanted to do right and so that's what I'm doing now. And so I started taking more acting classes again. And I had an amazing acting coach with uh, Victor Cruz Acting Studio, who is amazing. If anybody needs an acting coach, hit him up. Um, and I started with one-on-one classes. And then I took a class with him. And I mean, in the past, I've also done things at UCB and different things like that. So I've had a little bit underneath my belt. This time around, I was like, okay, what am I going to do to make moves to actually start doing more things? Um, and then I also joined um, Central Casting. And I started doing... Um, background work for shows and I was okay now I was getting into the groove of being on set and like like figuring out okay where do I fit what am I doing how do I make myself more known all of that and then quarantine hit. <laughs> <laughs> well corona hit and we were all quarantined and so I've had to these past couple months to like really figure out what I want to do and also going back to 
um, talking about wanting to do more acting and stuff, uh, I was Janice right wrote a wrote and produced a musical called Scandusical, so I was a part of that. So there's a lot of things that I can't really remember right now that I've been a part of doing a lot of little things, but being a part of Scandusical. <laughs> Oh, that's a little thing? I mean, no, no, that's not a little thing. But I mean, just other things that I can't. Wow. Just a little itsy bitsy. Uh, TV no, TV, it is not uh, itsy bitsy. It's put amazing. together this little skit. <laughs> no, I mean, there's other things that I can't think of right now that I know I've been a part of and that I'm not mentioning, but that's like important for like putting together resumes right and so from the show i met john mooney john mooney is amazing i i love him <laughs> john mooney and i had got together and had lunch and from having lunch we were just he was just asking me okay you know what do i want to do what are the spaces that i want to be in what type of shows i want to be a part of and he was just like because he's got tons of experience um so he was just helping me out and like like trying to figure out a plan and in that conversation i had told him you know i just i, I know i want to I want to take every step at a time, you know, and I want to actually figure out what I want and what I don't want, right? And the only way I'm going to do that is to kind of, I, I guess, want to, I don't want to say do everything, but like start from scratch and take each step necessary. Um, and so I said, well, I'm trying to start with doing auditions and stuff. And he was like, yeah, auditions are great. Um, and sometimes you're just going to be sitting around <laughs> waiting for these auditions, auditions to happen and you're not going to always land stuff. And I'm like, yes, that I understand and I know. He's like, but what else creatively are you trying to do that can push what you enjoy, the passions that you like and um, that you enjoy doing that you can put out to the world? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He was like, well, how about you start like a YouTube channel or something? And I was like, a YouTube channel? I don't know if I got equipment and all that to like. <laughs> she does not <laughs> have the equipment. No, she has the equipment. Does she? she doesn't bring it with her when she needs it. We've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen. <laughs> full rig so i don't i can't stand y'all there is a tripod <laughs> we know that, that for sure we can't confirm beyond that <laughs> right there is there is some stuff that i've got i got my microphone i got my laptop i've got, got your a, ring light i got a bunch of little things you Do got multiple to- speakers <laughs> you got high tech mics <laughs> that cost more than twenty dollars <laughs> Aramis didn't even know there was such a thing. I, listen, I wasn't looking for it because that's too rich for my blood. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. But yeah, so I started making moves to figure out, all right, how do I start a YouTube channel? But then also speaking with John that day, he was like, well, what about a podcast? And I was like, podcast? And I'm like, I know about podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. I'm like, I listen to the read. I listen to yours, deliberating. I listen to a bunch. I listen to the SAG one. I listen to a bunch of different ones. I listen to my churches. I never thought to myself, well, could I start a podcast? I don't, I don't know. So after having that lunch with John back in October, fast forward to present day, and I am doing this podcast. And we're doing episode five. So I thought I'd take this time to give a little history or a little lesson on why I'm doing this. Um, yeah. So here we are. Oh, We Talkin' Talkin' has been birthed. And I'm blessed by the people who have joined alongside of me to see somewhat of a dream and a vision come to pass mm-hmm. um yes so with that being said we were trying to discuss okay what should we do our next episode on going back to saying after we talked about a black lady sketch show we were like Issa ray mm-hmm. Issa ray and all of her fabulousness that she is now she wasn't always at the space that she is and she had to start somewhere to get to where she is and where does she start doing her own web series so yeah. that's what we'll be talking about today 
where Issa started, how she started her own thing, and then doing movies. And well, next thing was um, Insecure, and how she had that hit show on HBO, and then the movies and things that she's a part of, and now how she's in the space of provide like giving other people a platform to do things that they love and making spaces for them to create as well. So I'm grateful to her as an example, as inspiration, all of that. So let's talk about some of the things. I mean, we also, and then also I started this podcast, the very first episode, which is so crazy. It comes full circle. The very first episode was the season finale of Insecure. Uh, and watching and talking about that. So now we're just going to talk more about you, Sarah. I've talked here for like 15 minutes now, y'all. <laughs> it's good. It is your podcast. You're right. It is my podcast. Um, so what? What? Guys. Yeah. Issa Rae. She's amazing. Issa vibe. Issa. <laughs> <laughs> it is a vibe. Yes, yes it, it is. She is a vibe. Um, and who are you rooting for tonight? Everybody, everybody black. black. <laughs> right. So, black. yes, everybody black. Um, yeah, let me see. I first I first heard of Issa Rae because my mom actually sent me like a link to one of the Awkward Black Girl episodes way back when. I was like, I feel like you could do something like this. Mm. Um... <laughs> you can do something. It's a little raunchy for me. <laughs> uh, so you wouldn't have to do nothing like that. Uh-huh. But, you know, you could do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, and I watched a few episodes. It didn't. I think, I want to say it had like two seasons. Mm. Maybe. And I think I watched all of the first. Like, and I don't even know how long that was. Might have been like four or five episodes mm-hmm. each. So I remember watching, I'm watching the first season and I think I kind of fell off of it. Um, and then just kind of, yeah, you just kind of fired away in the back of your mind, you know, when you think about it. But when, like when Insecure came up, um, I knew, I knew who she was. Um, but also even before that, like she had had, from, from Awkward Black Girl, like I know she had a deal with like Shondaland for a minute. Oh, really? Oh, she, she was trying to develop through them. Um, and I think like the show was going to be like I hate I hate LA guys or ah. or something. Um, so like trying to develop through there. But looking at it now, I'm like, well, I can see because mm. like Shonda has a Netflix deal now, but she was just ABC then, Got and it. like insecure couldn't live on abc no so i'm like so whatever they would have been trying to craft for her it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been yeah but that's great it wouldn't be really her voice Uh uh-huh um so i can see now my oh and but that must be like so frustrating to like get a deal right and think something's gonna happen and And then then it it just doesn't yeah um and that happens all the time um so then then when insecure started i started watching it just because rooting for everybody black yeah but i didn't i didn't really like the first episode um i didn't like i didn't like Issa in the first episode mm-hmm. like i thought she was like her interactions with molly i thought she was a shitty friend mm. um yeah that first episode but but it wasn't like terrible terrible i'm just like uh, i don't know yeah but then kept watching and I don't, I don't know, like, when it actually, I can't even remember, like, when it actually flipped into, oh, I actually like this show, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I don't mind it, and I'm supporting. Um, yeah, I don't know. But to look back on it now, 
like this fourth the fourth season i was like this was perfection amazing. yeah it's amazing this was well done. so good and you know it wouldn't exist without the first season obviously so like i think they've just done a great job of world building um and then you know talking about a black lady sketch show and how she's a producer on that yeah um and there was there was an article the other day with like robin Thede just talking about a black lady sketch show and there was this one quote in there said the show came about shortly after the rundown with robin Thede was canceled when that got canceled, Issa Rae, who was a dear friend of mine, called me and said, okay, now's the time we get to work together. Mm. And I said, my show just got canceled. You don't want to say you're sorry? And she's like, for what? No, let's get to work. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like that's, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, right. that's where I'm trying to get to. Yes. Mm-hmm. To not where it's just like good for me. I got this right. thing. But no, where you can have the influence mm-hmm. to have the power and the platform to like bring other people up yeah. and like help them get get their thing like yes. find find their thing because like obviously Issa knows what it is to have something yeah and then have it taken away, it away. Mm-hmm. yeah and then have to find a new space and so to be able to step in when somebody else's thing yes falls through and be like okay now we can do your thing for yes real. so that's and then it became fully her thing because um Robin Didi also said that a black lady sketch was something she thought about back when I think she said in college right that like that wasn't like a new thing that she came up with it was always a part of her and like now it was time to like really make it something yeah. and then deliver it to the world um and deliver it to the world did she it was so good yeah i very much enjoy it i didn't get introduced um to isa until insecure so i never i've heard so much about Aqua black girl but i never really watched it um and i should definitely go back and watch some of it but watching insecure i instantly enjoyed it i love um, you know, one of my favorite shows is Sex in the City. Sex in the City, Friends, you know, but we're not going to get into Friends. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a whole new light than how I see Friends now. But um, but um, uh, Insecure reminds me a lot of like, uh, well, you know, not to, it reminds me of Sex in the City and also the show Girlfriends. Remember Girlfriends mm-hmm. back in the day? It was kind of also like the black version of Sex in the City. But it's kind of just this young, hip, urban feel that I'm like oh I definitely identify here I identify with these women these four friends but then the two friend like the four friends that are friends together but then the two different friendships that are like paired off from it I identify very much with this I identify with Issa um like her being in a long relationship not wanting to be in this relationship anymore wanting to break up but because she's been in it for so long just needing to stay in it um uh, her relationship with her brother, her relationship, like her job situation, with yeah. the we got y'all, like working with these whites, uh, and then like even though it may be a passion for you, like it, like you want to help the inner city kids, but it's just like it ain't happening the way I want it to happen. Um, and then quitting this job, like just the, this the, I'm, I'm I'm obviously giving it, I'm talking about it from like a larger space from all seasons, but um going back to season one just thinking about it when i first saw it i just was like oh this is definitely gonna be my new favorite show <laughs> like i was 100 percent on board and just the development like you mentioned how season four was just perfection um it was like they really got to work like not saying that seasons one through three wasn't because i i very much enjoy seasons one through three season one of my favorite episodes 
in season one is hella disrespectful when her and Lawrence just have this boiling point when they mm-hmm. go to um is it Derek Derek's birthday party and then outside they just like disrespect each other like it was like all those things that you've been holding in that you really want to say and it's just like and he literally just called her a slut and everything it was just it was crazy and it was just like oh that's for real like those moments happen I've been that girl to like I'm gonna vomit on you words of vomit right now because I'm so angry and like he's angry just all of that and then just like season two and season three and just like all of that and it's so good (laughs) like it's just so good I very much enjoy it and then also just watching her from the process of just not just the show but movies like I love that she got together with Marseille Martin to produce Mm -hmm. and bring to light Little which I thought was cute I thought it was so great um like I told you guys a minute ago I was like um one of my favorite lines is there when Issa was like, you know, because black people just don't have the time. <laughs> like, it's just little clever things like that that showcase us and the things that we say, the things that we do, how we operate. And I'm just saying, because that's something we always say, I ain't got time for this. Like, I ain't got time for this. Like, it's stuff like that that um, I very much enjoy. Uh, yeah. And then also the photograph. Lovebirds. Lovebirds. <laughs> I'm starting to see Issa's movie acting as I did her the shift from the web series to Insecure I feel like she's in the beginning of really leveling up in movie acting Mm. because I think she is amazing in Insecure and I think the way that she brings her character to life is great but I wonder if it's because it's so relatable like Mm. I feel like I see myself in all of those characters in Insecure but she's only there's only like Issa's that one facet that's in that movie screen. Then there's other actors. It's a different vibe from the Insecure cast. So I feel like, for me, she is starting starting over or starting something different and new, moving into the movie space. I think she's good, but I feel like she definitely will level up in movies. Yeah. And that's how, that's how what I thought of her performance in um, The Photograph which was a, a more serious movie, but there were some jokes in it. A little Rel, I think was that his name? Lil Rel, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Um, so there's some jokes, there's some comedic points, but it's an overall kind of serious movie. And I think that made it a little bit more difficult for me to take the entire movie serious. Hmm. And I know that other people have said that too. Like, I have a few friends who are like, I don't want to see her out of it outside of insecure mm. because it's difficult for them to take her seriously but i think that she will get there yeah place. yeah no yeah she's gotten sure. there already she's gotten there in the web series she's gotten there in the show i think she'll get there i mean that's the development of your acting career right like i think about thinking about what you just said about you me to think about taraji p um taraji started out i think the first thing i ever seen her in was baby boy right mm-hmm. and so that type of character um and then to see her in Benjamin Button, you know what I mean, are like two completely different characters. And like I know we see Taraji play more of this like um urban girl mom kind of character, but there's range in her too and mm-hmm. there's development. So like with with time Issa will see her range as well in her yeah. development. Um uh yeah. I I think she does play the like the, the girlfriend character a lot and I think it plays well for her like the comedic type um going into lovebirds I thought lovebirds was great it was great to see it was like this development of a relationship right so like the 
honeymoon stage where it's like you want to be around this person all the time and it's cute and you know all the little things that they say and do is like oh my god you're just in lovebird land you know what i mean and yeah. your mind is just like taken about by everything that they do oh how cute they are like you know like you don't want to leave them and then like and then like so the movie starts out like that but they're like infancy stage of like just meeting each other and dating and then it goes straight into like the tragic part of their relationship where they're like fighting and arguing and like Issa's idea well Leilani's character her name is Leilani Leilani's character of what she feels a relationship is supposed to look like on Instagram and all of that and what it's supposed to feel like versus like what his idea of what a relationship should be and so you see them go through this you know you see you you come in on that on like the hard part of it where they're at the point where they just are done and they want to break up but like any relationship you go you you take this it it this um tragedy can help you see if this is really you want to like if this is the relationship you really want to be in right so then like you see the whole relate like this whole thing of them almost being like fugitives i guess because you know they think they're gonna be arrested for killing this guy but they're not gonna be arrested for killing this guy because there's no way that they could have done it but if you see them go through all these things they're trying to figure out how they're gonna get out of it you know and then they're going to the frat boys houses and like like all the things that they go through to get to the point at the end of the at the end of the movie pretty much is that they stay together you know <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> Oops! And metal, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, y'all. Spoiler alert! Like, you haven't seen Lovebirds, but like, it pretty much is just like ends and like what they were arguing about at the beginning about if they're gonna be able to win the Amazing Race or whatever. But just like just the elevation of how that movie develops is great too. No, but like to Aaron's point, like thinking about yeah, just like development. And just having the chance to develop. Yeah. Um, because I think I remember when she when she when, I can't remember when it was. Maybe maybe it was around when like Insecure was getting ready to start. Um, but there was an interview where she said something to the effect of like if I was you know if I was one of these white boys mm-hmm. like I, I already already been on yeah. like you know stuff I've been doing yeah I would already we'd be having totally different conversations like I'd already be there and and yeah and I'm like that's that's just real because then I'm thinking about you know your favorite show so thinking about friends because you know Insecure is obviously based on her life and her personality yeah so she's pretty much playing herself so like a heightened version of her but like Mm -hmm. yeah um, and I think a lot of people start there. So yeah. then you look at you look at like the cast of Friends, and I'm like, well, how many of them have been able to honestly like progress beyond right. this one note mm-hmm. character that they play? Mm-hmm. And it's like not a lot. Like yeah. Matthew Perry is Chandler <laughs> in, ev- right. in everything. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like yeah, um, I feel like Courtney Cox does well, but Courtney Cox was acting. Prior, long before, yeah. Friends, she was in a few um, things, yeah. Um, yeah. Who? I mean, I feel like I mean Jennifer really Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, and that's she's it. the one yeah. that's really making the book. Joey is, you know, no. not Joey. What's his name? Matt, um, LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. No. <laughs> not no, no. <laughs> didn't he have a, a Joey spin Joey, He had a Joey yeah. spin that didn't op- that didn't work. He had a show on Showtime, I believe. He also has a show 
on, I think, ABC. I forget the name of that show. I mean, I don't really know them like that, but Friends is kind of the thing I know. But um, I'm saying, like, even to have different shows, they're still playing the same the type same, of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the character might have a different name, but, like, yeah. you have your stick, and that's that's what you do. Yeah, like like even Lisa Kudrow, like she's in a bunch of stuff, but uh-huh. she's very right Phoebe. Like, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer Aniston, though, she plays every now and then she'll play something different outside of um, Rachel. Like she, one time I think I was watching her, not I think I was watching her on um, Chelsea Handler Live one night, and she this is when she was promoting um, Horrible Bosses. Is it called Horrible? Yeah, Horrible yeah. Bosses. And um, so Ch- um, um, uh, Chelsea was talking to her about it, and like, and Jennifer was like, "Well, I couldn't." I couldn't play this character as Rachel. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they had to put a wig and everything on her for have dark hair, and she was, like, pretty much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that was it. <laughs> right, right. No, but she was just pretty much, like, I couldn't look like Rachel playing this character because that's what everybody still sees when they look at her. Um, I mean, she's been in a ton of things. There's one movie that she was in that it was interesting to watch her be a darker character. Um... It's like she's plays like a depressed person. I forget. It's like something called something with friends or something friends. Um, not the show friends, not the show friends. It was a movie with her and three other women. And they're like friends, and she's like the depressed one. Say friends one more time. <laughs> Can't stand y'all. Anyway, it's something along the lines. Something called. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it, Legata. <laughs> it's something called that. Um, where she's like playing. Um, more of a depressed, like Friend. broke type of person. I can't stand. <laughs> I'm done with this. Anyway, the point is, she tries to have range, and I. But I see what you're saying. Wow. You end up. She said she tries. No, to have range. She, wow. I can't stand y'all. She has range. <laughs> she has it. I love Jennifer Anderson. I think she's a great actress. Her. I mean, I know who I used to write, but her. Um, Reese Witherspoon. These are girls that I like. Nicole Kidman. I love. I can't stand y'all. This took a turn. Right. <laughs> My fault. But anyway, anyway, going back, Jennifer, I believe she does have range and some things. But yes, people end up playing the same type of role, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you said, so I think Issa's on her path yeah. and she'll get there. Mm-hmm. But I also think, I think that happens for a lot of people, but we just don't always get those chances. No. Mm-hmm. And so get typecast sometimes too. Well, no, like it's black people, because you have one, one flop, one failure, mm. whatever, and then they're like, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she's she's smart because she is basically like creating her own tables. Yeah. So it's like you can't you can't mm-hmm. tell me what I can't do. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna yeah produce it. And yeah. not to downplay her effort. And the work that she's doing, because she's doing a lot and she's doing it all really well, but she's also coming up in a different time that's more helpful for her, too. Because mm-hmm. it makes me think of Viola Davis and how she has mm-hmm. spoken about being paid less and, and receiving accolades that are similar to that of Meryl Streep, but mm-hmm. not being rewarded in the same yes. ways. But you think about how old Meryl Streep and, and Viola Davis are, and now we are living in a... Oh, shots. <laughs> They on their way out. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. I but Anna. <laughs> so it makes me think of like, you know, Issa Rae gets to come up and be mm-hmm. fully supported by yeah. a lot of young black women. Yeah. Uh, and, and the times are different. Like people are like, no, we need black content. Yeah. yeah. And, and then also coming along the lines of what's happening with 
Black Lives Matter and everything. Like people are want wanting to put black people more in mm -hmm. these lights as well too. Not just you know, yeah, it's just a different time. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I mean. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's good to like think about like how just how full circle everything is. And like, and you don't you don't know who you know and like who's thinking of you or who mm -hmm. who's gonna help you along the way. I was even talking about this podcast and being like, oh, you know, John Mooney encouraged me to do this. I'm like, well, you know John through Scandusical. Right. Yeah. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where you is know, this going? But yeah, okay. I'm not written this skit. <laughs> you know, maybe that. But it's then, not a skit. It is a full-blown musical. It is a two-minute skit. <laughs> I can't, you know what? I'm done. Um, I'm done. But then I'm thinking, cause like Larry Wilmore was a producer on Insecure, like helped mm -hmm. Issa create that, and Robin Thede was like the head writer on the Larry Wilmore show, mm. and it's just like all these, yeah, like it's all connected, it's all connected and yeah. it's like getting to the place where you can look after each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been that Chris Rock, yeah, clip circulating, but where he's talking about like the difference between like wealth. Yes. and rich yes. and I mean like we don't have any wealthy black people we right. have rich black people yeah. yeah but like we don't have wealth mm -hmm. and I'm like I feel like that's that's what we have to do now yeah it's like build this wealth and it might it can't it can't even be about like big money for us right now yeah but like creating these systems and these cycles for us where like once we get on like everybody's eating and yes. we're bringing everybody's eating bringing other people along right. and like you know all right white hollywood like you kept us out right. whatever and to like stop like thirsting for yes. that and going after that and be right. like no no we'll, that's a, yeah we'll create our own yeah. and take care of our own yeah and yeah like i think that's that's what she's doing yeah it's yeah. creating creating her own and creating spaces so great yeah yeah that going you just mentioned john mooney i'm thinking about john mooney because i'm like he said to me you know, what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? And I'm thinking, I want to do acting. <laughs> like, immediately, I'm just like, I just want to do acting. And he's like, no, you need to create other things that will keep that thirst for acting and what you enjoy doing alive. And so, when he said the podcast, I was like, okay, what kind of podcast am I going to put together? I immediately just thought, I need to be doing some type of, you know, informational education, something. And I didn't think in the space of, what do I love? Like, what am I passionate about? I'm like, okay, if I really enjoy acting and all that, like I love, um, I love television. I love movies. Like if anyone, like I said this to my, I told my friend this the other day, not the other day, but when before I started it, she was like, "Tidika, I, I, I only think two things I know about you is how much you you talk about your faith and like every show that you watch, you can like recap this thing as if it was like I don't even need to watch it. All I gotta do is listen to you." And I was like, "That's me with power. I've never seen episode, but I've been there for every Smith for a recap." Tell you what happened. <laughs> You're right, and like Karina said the same thing too. Karina was like, "I have stopped watching Power like seasons ago," but she's like, "But the way you summed up seasons." <laughs> Ask me who killed Ghost. <laughs> right, I don't know this. I'm gonna need a recap. I have not watched the last season. Who killed Ghost? <laughs> who killed Ghost? I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> who killed Ghost? Tyreek. <laughs> what? Tyreek. Yeah, girl. Oh, I need a recap after. <laughs> I'll give you a recap, but um, and I like. But I mean, and I was like, okay, yeah, I I love movies. I love television. I love talking about it. I love 
finding the realness about it that relates to me in whatever type of way because what it's stories right it's all telling someone's story so i very much enjoy these type of things um i never thought i would enjoy <laughs> power like my co-worker came into work was about to put his phone down one day and start watching it while he was doing work and he was telling us about it he kept talking about it for a couple of weeks and me and my other co-worker was just like we're not getting into any more shows and what happened <laughs> he gives me his password and i have not stop watching it like it doesn't reflect my life in any way or yeah. i don't see me in it but i'm like man now i want to be tasha I <laughs> i'm like i'm so like in in the show like it's so it's so well done it's so good like i just i love it like i don't i don't relate to anything about this show but i love it and i'm in love i'm in oh love gosh. with tommy of course <laughs> of course <laughs> the whites oh god here we go but i'm in love with tommy it's just it's just all the things like i very much enjoy it it's, it's so good it's well written it's well performed it's everything um so i was like yeah so when john was like start a podcast or something that you're passionate about i was like well i guess i'm gonna be talking about tv and television um i mean i'll talk about my faith in there too somehow because that's my life but these are the things that i really much enjoy so yeah yeah, and because like you can't can't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. <laughs> you gotta make your own baskets and spread them around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like <laughs> like not everything Issa is doing is a hit. <laughs> oh yeah. There is oh, on Instagram yes, yes, yes. right now mm-hmm. these quarantine stories. Yeah. Um, and I went. I think I think you cursed me with that. I did. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you sent that, and I was like trying to watch it. I finally, yeah. I did finally force myself to like watch, watch the whole, the whole thing. thing. Um, and then I sent it to somebody else yesterday to be like, "What is this?" Um, <laughs> but then I was like reading the comments and like trying to could anybody really like this? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I guess, and I knew because it's Kev on stage, so I'm yeah. like, I know he has his own internet personality. Yeah. So I'm guessing like the other two people Have do as like well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess that's how they got on. But I'm like, well, that's that's to like John's point. Like you might not right. walk into acting from acting. It's like being just having something that people can see or hear to like get to know you, and then that opens the door to something else. Um, Cause I think that's how it's happening a lot of times, and even yeah, with the black lady Zoom, mm-hmm. when they're talking about have something, yeah, mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be right. you know you don't have to put all the pressure on yourself to have like this great Instagram you oh, know yeah. personality or a thousand million follow like whatever like they're just like but have something yeah so that people can find you and see yeah. something of yours and be like, oh, okay. And like, mental note, I want to work with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's that's what this is. Like, yeah. This is a possible end. Yeah. No, yeah. And and that's exactly what I've taken from it. And um, yeah, I'm enjoying doing this podcast so far. Going back real quick, just to make a point before we wrap it up. Um, the thing about Instagram sometimes for me is that it's a, it's, it's a hit or miss. Right? It, could, it, could, it, could, it could feel gimmicky and i'm just like i'm not gimmicky you know what i mean i don't want to conform to trying to be gimmicky that's why i like going the route of like 
you know, theater and doing um, auditions and all that type of stuff. I want to put some quality things out there, but I like I really want to make sure it's quality yeah. Yeah. before just putting it out there because I'm just I, I don't want to fall into the space of right. quarantine stories, you know, that whole thing. Because it was it, like you said, it was kind of hard to watch that. It's, it was hard to watch. So Issa, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> when you hear this. <laughs> I mean, because obviously, we love you're you. just trying to make spaces. Yeah. We could do better. <laughs> <laughs> we, but yeah. I, I, going back to your mention of the Zoom call and how they were saying create things, but also, again, my takeaway that I mentioned before was like the collaboration and the sharing of ideas, a bit of it all. But me actually sharing that quarantine stories thing with you, like, I didn't think it was great i don't think it was her best work but i know you create so i wanted to share that with you and then you've done that with me and you're like and it's funny because it was an Issa ray thing you mm-hmm. sent me Issa ray talking about dating and then you were like you should do this yeah so we we are we do that already yeah. for yeah. one another which i think is great yeah the um, collaboration like yeah. what they mentioned mm-hmm. last week too like understanding who you collaborate right. like other people bringing things to the table and what they do and how we bring it together yeah. so all i hear is she's setting herself up to take credit for what? For my web series. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you best believe it. <laughs> it hasn't even come out yet. And they all are fighting. And it's created by, <laughs> produced by, written by, inspired by, by, inspired by, inspired, <laughs> named after, <laughs> Aramis. <laughs> Naked around No, I'm not naked. <laughs> Don't write me no naked pig. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. The piece wrote itself. <laughs> and it is what it is. Janice, I'm going to show you what I got. You I know. know. You don't need to write it. I nothing. know. She <laughs> can't with y'all. Oh, my goodness. And with that, right. Um, but no. for real, Issa, call us. Right. No, for real. No, really, call us. Um, Because, I mean... I get the purpose of quarantine stories, which I was like, I don't. I, I mean, it was you know creating the space for these people, yeah. and that's great. And I'm like, I think it was yes. just I think it was just a matter of creating something, creating yeah. something for the people. Yeah, yeah. like and that's like for real, for real, right now, because everything is shut down mm-hmm. for yeah. the foreseeable future. So I'm like, this is the time this for is your the web time. series, yeah. for for any web content, because. People Theater like you said last is, time, you is said out. Star for content. Yeah, TV mm-hmm. is not going to be producing anything new right. for a while. Yeah. You got club quarantine because ain't nobody going to be at the clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Have y'all watched that team stuff? No, I haven't watched it. But yeah, um, the idea of club, um, um, club, sorry, the idea of quarantine stories, I get it. That's mm-hmm. the part that I'm saying. But it, it just, it was, it was, it was dry for mm-hmm. me. And I love Kev on stage, and it was just like the whole I was just watching it and then like I was watching it waiting to like get to something else yeah. and then I started just kind of like fast forward little bits like very little bit too not by like minutes but like little bits of seconds to kind of like regain something and it was just like I just couldn't do it yeah. like it was really it dry and it felt mm-hmm. real flat so um so yeah but I get the purpose behind it and why it was you know um and of course we need more of that and sometimes like you put something out there like that right and it's a flop but you perfect it and you make it better and it, it may get better, it may become something. So I'm looking forward to seeing that too. Um, yeah, so that's that's it for today. This was great. Issa Rae, we love you and we appreciate what you're doing. Um, 
also Robin Thede, just like what Janice quoted about, you know, when she, when Easter Ray was like, well, what's happening next? She's like, you not even want to say sorry about it? No, we ain't got time for sorries. We got time to keep putting this work in. Like, what yeah. we doing? So thanks for being great examples and inspiration. Yeah. And Robin, you can also call us. Right. <laughs> My number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks. And ladies, as always, you guys are amazing. Until next week. Thank you for joining the conversation, guys. See you next week for episode six. Bye. Bye. Peace out. (laughs) Deuces. (laughs) Where was you? I wasn't in on that. That's a a Harlem thing. Okay. Thank you for listening to OE Talkin' Talkin' Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram account at OWeTalkinTalkin. Tune in next week for a whole new episode. Miracles and blessings, ladies and gents. Later.